everyone, welcome to uh, the episode, oh man, we're at 19 now, of uh, the Solutions Podcast. And uh, today joining me we have just myself, Robbie, and we have Stephen Sock. Hello everyone. Brendan ditched us again. Uh, he, he's done this a few times now. <laughs> Him and his other commitments. Uh. Yeah, right? I mean, doesn't he know this stuff takes priority? Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're trying to grow the brand here. We're trying to grow the business. That's right. We need we need his dulcet tones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we almost should have uh, threw that into the uh, shareholders agreement. Does not participate in podcast episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, Rob, I don't think you've missed one yet. Like, you've I actually not. been in every episode. Yeah. I've missed one. And then I think, yeah, Brennan's missed the most so far. Like maybe three, I think. Yeah, he's at like three or four. Oh, that's that's not especially with this many episodes, uh, that's uh, not a great percentage, Brendan. Nope. So oh, that's uh, brutal. It's like when he's listening to this, you know, in a, you know, a couple of weeks time, uh yeah, this is you getting called up, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, today we're but gonna anyways. talk about Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So today we're gonna talk about um a little bit more stuff on the business side today, which is uh, uh, kind of hidden costs and not necessarily monetary, but sometimes in just time where you don't realize uh, like there might be activities uh, that cost something or even just you getting somewhere like, like we'll get into it more, but sometimes stuff just costs time to do um, yeah. and, and might be free. Especially but. with a startup like you know, these will be particular to us, but a lot of small businesses have these exact same costs, uh, you know, time and money sort of things that, again, you, you don't really know until you actually, you know, start doing this. And yeah, it's just, it's, sometimes it feels like death by a thousand cuts. Like it's just, oh yeah, I got to go do this or, oh yeah, that email came in and I got to check that sort of thing. Uh, at, at like a one little example here, uh, just before the show, uh, we had our little business meeting and we had to approve, um, uh, table runners for our, uh, displays because this coming weekend, again, by the time this episode goes live, we'll have already done it, but we're participating in one of the Alberta open farm days, uh, at a farm called winter's turkeys, uh, South East of Calgary. And yeah, we didn't have any table runners for our table and some branding. So the time to like check, recheck, uh, get the, you know, the first approval for, or the first, um, what is it? What do they call it? The first print? No, the, uh, what was the PDF that they send? Yeah. The proof. There we go. Yeah. Sending the first proof. And it's like, okay, yeah. Is everyone okay with this? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And then sizing. It's just like that, you know, it's it's a it's a time commitment because you got to make sure that it looks right and it's correct that the uh guy doing it is you know <laughs> uh, done it correctly so it's going to show up correctly uh which our guy is you know uh mr aaron he's uh he's a very good he's been very good to us for all our printing needs so far but it's just like yeah like you know there there was a good chunk of our meeting just going over like does the logo look good yeah no okay with our table is it going to look good yeah, no, okay, that's good. And just <laughs> little things like that that can happen. 
Yeah, it's okay to give a shout out, Stephen. Uh, Aaron at the at the printing house here in Calgary has yes. been really good at helping us out uh, and getting mm-hmm. getting organized and uh, letting us know of options and things that can be done, what can't be done, how it can be done. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, like that's just like you know, <laughs> a, a time sink during you know, not that our meetings ever run super long or anything like that, but it's just like. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone good with this? Oh yeah. We got buy-in from all of us. Okay, good. Like actually put in the order and all that. Um, I was going to say, what would you say is another one there, Rob, uh, time commitment or, uh, small, small money things that keep cropping up. Yeah. Well, I think more importantly here, Steven, is we, we forgot to talk about what we're drinking about on this podcast. Hmm. Right. You're right. Uh, so today, I have myself a, I made a red ale. Uh, I have a terrible name for it. Right now I call it, I, I keep trying to think of names or play around with names for future uh, beer names for our brewery. And uh, this one I call the Spellcheck Red Ale. <laughs> and uh, it's terrible. I don't like the way Spellcheck sounds. But anyhow, this is like, a, it, it's, I used some chocolate malt in this one and, uh, and, um, some Munich, so I don't know. This one's got like a nice, I don't know. It's like a creamy, chocolatey taste to it. I, I like this one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking a Kiss variant actually today. Uh, there was a hop, a diff or a, a similar hop to the one that goes into Kiss that uh, came up, and I it, it was on sale at the local brew shop. So I was like, okay, because I've never used it. I was like, I'm gonna try it. So. I did kiss with a different hop, uh, same family or very similar, but a different uh, hop and a different schedule. So it, uh, unfortunately I don't have a, a can of open kiss near me, but it's uh, similar, but different. So it, there's, there's a, a little bit of nuance different in the flavor profile. It's a little bit more, I'd say citrusy. It's a, it's a little bit more bold than the Kiss, because the Kiss is very malt-forward. Um, th- this version is like, uh, almost a little bit lighter, almost in taste, uh, due to that like a little bit of citrus tones in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm definitely going to log it uh, in our, you know, our, our app and kind of keep track of it. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I might have to have another pint of this and uh, maul it over. <laughs> <laughs> Like anything you can drink more than once is probably worth uh, worth saving for potential future recipes. Yeah, I think. yeah, no, that's uh, that's true. Uh, but with that very important uh, aspect out of the way, <laughs> uh, yeah, what would you what would you say is uh, something you know that we didn't expect that's come up since getting the business underway? Yeah, so stuff I didn't think about was. Was I guess stuff you'd think would be obvious, but I guess it isn't. Um, things like uh, uh, like bank fees, how much those are, how frequently. Um, uh, there's always the stuff you expect, like website you expect. That's fine, right? Like you know, like websites aren't free, domain names aren't free. Yeah. Um, uh, but you would think like. Uh, if a bank is going to help you out, that they wouldn't charge you bank fees until you are, you know, maybe profitable. But they don't actually care. <laughs> they'll they'll give you an account and then they just charge you a bank fee for every month. 
Yeah, and like we have one that, you know, it's one of the cheaper ones. Because, again, we don't do that many transactions a month. Like we're, you know, pretty, like it's only like a couple bigger purchases every, uh, every, you know, month or two. But it's still like, you know, just to have the account for the privilege of having somewhere to put our money is small cost. And it just slowly ticks away, you know, five bucks every month. Yeah, I mean, and to give people perspective on for us in Al in Alberta, um, because we're contract brewing, we're not allowed to do direct sales, which is why we don't have a lot of uh, transactions. Mm -hmm. uh, all of our transactions are basically us taking money out to pay for uh, advertising or promotions or things like that. Yeah, actually, yeah, I was going to say that's another big cost. Uh, uh, well, it's a little cost because it's... <laughs> It's a little bit every once in a while, but uh, the amount we're like we're doing on promotions, because you know again opening at the or starting to get underway at the perfect time possible. Uh, one of the like the thing is like going around and giving away samples to um, to liquor stores to give us get us in the store and uh, little other promotions that we've done through uh, like one we actually did recently was a uh, charity auction uh, for uh, it was a local rescue group and we donated some beer and some merch for it uh, but yeah there was like just some sample and products that just went you know poof into the ether like it's hopefully the person who won the auction enjoys the beer and uh, becomes a customer sort of thing but there's no promise of that whatsoever no but you know what it, it was animal rescue and we did more for the cause than for the actual advertising and um, that's true like we, we do like our animals here yeah and that one um i'm gonna say it was it was kind of random because uh, uh they actually sent us an email but that email ended up in our spam folder uh, <laughs> so i didn't find it until i checked it and which is random that i checked it because it's i don't know how often do you check your spam folder I, and that's the thing, like, I usually just leave my spam folder because uh, I get, like, 20, 30 messages a day and just, pff, it's usually nothing. So, yeah, it was a good thing you just, you checked. <laughs> yeah, I checked it just because uh, there is occasionally some something that is of value or something that's supposed to be there that or something that shouldn't be there but is in there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, yeah, part of, like, uh, the also the, the running around is... <clears throat> you uh, don't always realize <clears throat> how much fuel or mileage you spend driving around uh, to anywhere. Because, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not so bad if you're, if you, you know, you're handing out uh, beers or samples in, like, your local liquor stores. But if you want to go out to a different town and you're driving out there to do that, then, I mean, the, 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 these little things add up. And, uh, I mean, to be honest that's something we're not very good at keeping track of. We've just been eating those costs ourselves, which is, I don't know, it is what it is. We're a small business that, um, uh, I mean, to be honest, we're still not on the profitable side yet. So it's kind of, <laughs> what, what are we going to do if we, uh, I mean, we can expense it, I guess, but then that's just money that comes out of the account that we would have to put back anyways. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just kind of, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but uh, one thing you said there, like the time cost is like, that's a legitimate thing. Like, you know, for, you know, because we, again, we all have full-time jobs still. So, you know, you can only do 
if you're lucky, you might be able to do like a small promotion or do a drop off during the week. But primarily it's on the weekends that we do stuff. And I remember this was about a month ago. I did. Uh, I got I got time enough to go out for um, for like a sample drop off run to a bunch of liquor stores that I I'd talked to. And some of them were just cold calls as well. But I had to plan out my route. I hit nine that day and it, it did generate some sales like we got two stores um i'm trying to remember calgary co-op shaughnessy and oakridge uh, calgary co-op oakridge owners in once in a while too but like that was i was about four hours out and about like and and i didn't talk to that many people because again it was a, a sunday for me so like the regular manager wasn't in uh, so I'm, I was talking to like deputy manager, assistant manager, and, you know, they get tons of uh, cold calls or people are, you know, vendors coming in trying to sell the beers. So a lot of them are just like, please give me, <laughs> uh, please give me the sample. And yeah, we'll, we'll taste it on, you know, the Monday when the manager's back in. Uh, but even then, like driving all across the city, like that was a, signif a significant time commitment that, you know, thankfully my wife let me. And go off and do that and she took care of the child for it but it's just like yeah it's uh a surprising amount of planning has to go into it to be it's somewhat efficient with the time yeah i'm starting to learn these things and how to be a little bit more efficient with that uh one of those is uh the last little while i've been i've been golfing with my my mom and aunt at uh oxbow golf course out by strathmore Mm -hmm. And uh, I realized when I was there the first time, I was like, oh, they don't have any craft beer here. I wonder if they're interested in that. And I, you know, you start talking and they're like, yeah. And then, and I'm like, I almost wish I didn't talk to them at the same time at that moment. Um, <laughs> not because of not for, not for trying to make the sale, but because I didn't have anything to give them at the time. I didn't, I didn't have anything mm. on me. So I, you know, how can you tell that someone is not normally a salesman is they don't have product on them at all times. <laughs> So yeah. one of the things I'm starting to learn is whenever I go somewhere, I'm starting to keep a, a cooler, uh, a cooler and some, and some beer in it. Just, just in case, just in case, um, I bump into someone, I can be like, Hey, here's a six pack and just, you know, just give some away. Yeah. You're, you're totally right with that. Cause yeah, I've started doing that as well. It's just have a cool, like again, right. Have the cooler in the back of the vehicle. And then, and then that's the problem. I'm trying to remember what's in there and if i've put ice in there recently <laughs> yeah or even at a minimum uh, just having uh some business cards on you, <laughs> you know. yeah to start that was uh like it's a really good thing you get like because usually the minimum size for business cards is like a couple hundred and it's really good because i got them stashed in various places like in my vehicle in the house in uh, uh a couple of jackets as well so then I just reach in and it's like, oh, yeah, I've got a few here. Hey, here's my business card sort of thing. Because, uh, yeah, it, the worst thing in the world. Oh, I remember just before our beers came out, I was at a, it was a, um, it was a show home thing in Langdon. Oh, yeah, it was their, the show home was completed and they're basically having a, uh, yeah, come see the show home and, you know, opening hey this is what we can do sort of sort of thing and there was a liquor vendor there that was serving drinks and whatnot so i was chatting to her for a bit and uh she got excited she's like oh like you're doing this and you know talked about our beers 
Uh, and then she asked for a business card. And I was like, I don't have one on me. And she's like, oh, you'll have to get it from, you know, another time. And eventually I did. But just the the embarrassment almost of being like, oh, yeah, I'd love to give you, oh, um, I could write it on a piece of paper or something. No, the box is at home. It's sitting on the counter. Oh, that just, it just feels so bad. <laughs> Right. So for everyone listening, that is a good example of how not to waste time. Like just have have stuff with you so that you never know what will come up. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, uh, you know, people always work on convenience too, right? Like if, if you meet someone and then you have to take their number on, on your phone and then, you know, contact them later, it, it's not the same as being like, oh, yeah, here you go. You know, like that. It's It's more memorable if you're just prepared because mm-hmm. if you talk to someone later they have to be like who are you again you know they have to try and remember <laughs> you yeah and you, yeah you definitely don't want to be that you don't want to be that person <laughs> yeah and i've definitely gone through that embarrassment of, of a few things too mm-hmm. so and it does i feel guilty every time it does it and i'm like man i need to yeah <laughs> i need to be in sales not in you know what I'm actually doing it for a living because yeah, it's that, that mentality, like it's a, it's a small mental shift, but it's very, very important. Cause like, especially when you're talking about a beer and just someone's like, Oh, I'd love to try some. It's like, I can't help you. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and Oh, one thing to remember everyone too, is we're talking about this in, in perspective of contract brewing because that's what we do um we don't we don't uh, really have any perspective on location costs and those kind of hidden whatever hiddens up hidden costs are there too so you know just mm-hmm. fyi if that's something you're looking into i would recommend uh just talking to um you know any brewery that you're close to uh people most breweries i don't we've never no one's ever said no to us when we've when we've asked for time to talk ask questions or whatever unless they're you know incredibly busy or there's nobody around yeah um, uh yeah sometimes they like because with the brewers we've talked to like some of them are very forthright with you know what they've run into when trying to open their brewery some are a little bit more cagey because like it because the industry is a numbers game at the end of the day. It's like, oh, how much did you pay for this and all that kind of stuff. So some of them are a little bit more hesitant to be open about it. Yeah. Uh, and also there's some contract stuff in there as well so that they actually can't tell you what they're paying for prices for brewing if they're using like a, uh, uh, you know, a, a brew facility or something like that because like there's NDAs and there's legal stuff and all that. But yeah, that's the same gen- thing. Our contract has that too. We're not allowed to talk yeah. about what we pay for our, our contract brews. Yeah. No, no hard numbers, but it's interesting just cause yeah, like most, most of them, like if they have the time, like very, very like, Hey, yeah, let's talk. Like it, you're drinking my beer. I will give you all, not all my time in the world, but a good chunk of my time in the world. Uh, cause that's the thing they like they like talking about their own business they like talking about what's going on and what they've done and all that kind of stuff and yeah like they're the industry is very friendly yes yes super friendly um i don't know uh, did anything else come to mind for you here steven ah 
uh, soft, the only other thing that really came to mind is software costs because, uh, of course, because, you know, being a business and all that, uh, you don't need to, again, again, because we don't do that many transactions either. Uh, we definitely, there's a, you know, a gold standard when it comes to the, you know, accounting in the, in small business and it's QuickBooks. So, of course, we got QuickBooks too because it's very handy for having seen what's coming in, what's going on, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you just don't buy QuickBooks anymore. Everything is a subscription service nowadays. So <laughs> that was one thing that again we again we signed up on a promotion. Uh, it's like, hey, get X months at reduced cost or X months at uh, um, you know at a reduced rate or whatever or and. Like you you know it's coming but after that promotion ends they're like oh yeah uh, we're charging you a full price now and you're like oh, oh oh geez like you know again small cost but uh in the grand scheme of things but it's like oh it's, it feels like a death by like a thousand little cuts is <laughs> what it, it what it truly feels like yeah yeah the oh oh you know what the big one for us is uh we knew this existed but um storage fees mm. Um, yeah for us yeah uh, we don't have our own little warehouse or anything to store stuff in so we have to use another one and um storage storage fees are one of those things it's you, you know i think they're i would say it's reasonably priced but at the same time oh it eats it loves like again it loves to eat your uh, your profits and especially at the beginning when you've done your first big batch and you send, and as a contractor, we have to send everything in Alberta, uh, at least in, again, Alberta only, other provinces may vary. But as a contractor, we have to send everything to the warehouse. And so it goes into storage and it automatically goes into cold storage, like the best storage. Uh, and you've got a whole bunch of your product sitting on a shelf waiting to be bought. And then you're a brand new brewer, so no one knows what to buy or it knows who the hell you are or anything like that so it sits on the shelf at because <laughs> uh, it's based on basically flats in storage or you know equivalent and yeah that very rapidly just if you do make sales it just goes right back into the storage because yeah sorry you you have <laughs> you have profit waiting and yeah no you can't get it it's better now because we've sold enough of our product that those storage fees have come down significantly. But you only get the good storage fees once you've actually sold enough product. And for Alberta, at least, it's, what, 300 units or so or 300 flats, depending on what product you have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at it for a long time. It, but, yeah, I mean, what it comes down to, folks, is uh, try to keep your sales rates up as much as possible yeah as long as you sell enough if you sell enough cases so at a certain rate per week or whatever it is however you want to calculate it um you can outpace your storage fees so that that's really the key mm -hmm. and then you don't have to worry about it right so yeah and then if you sell enough cases and if you're fortunate enough to do a second production run and you basically send that product up there eventually you'll hit the point where you'll cross that again 250 or 300 unit threshold and then you get the unlocked rates which are i think for it's like a tenth 
of the price because at that point you're like a valued or you're a known uh entity you know like uh in the warehouse so it is quite a bit lower once you can hit a certain um certain sales rate so the, i mean that is the goal of course right yeah that, that is the goal that is the dream but uh oh yeah because we we debated for a long time because there was two there's two storage methods there's the cold storage is what the it's kind of the preferred one because it keeps your bear the freshest like it makes sure that the beer doesn't uh degrade or uh you know i wouldn't say go skunky but you know lose its intensity or anything like that and then there's just normal warehouse storage and we debated a long time about that i was very adamant about trying to get it out of there but what we did is we did taste tests at three months or two three and four months because uh, we had some product for sales that we had in our own cold storage and then some uh, product that was like left out at you no know, essentially room temperature. And for us at least, like there was a little bit of a difference in the taste. So at that point we're like, yeah, no, for long-term storage, our beer needs to be kept in cold storage, um, which is unfortunate. It's a little bit more expensive, but it means the product is kept that you know it's going to be that nice intense flavor when you crack open that beer yeah uh, also that's something we recommend too is uh, uh i guess it could be hidden costs and maybe you don't think about is uh don't be scared to um sacrifice product for testing that kind of stuff Mm-mm. like if yeah. you want if you want to know what your beer tastes like in six months well put some aside <laughs> you yeah know? and and like especially with all of us because i think all of us you know, like you me and brendan uh, had different groups of people taste the beers and be like, can like can you tell a difference? Like I'm giving you like blind samples here, like maybe it's two of the same, maybe it's two different. Uh, can you detect a difference? And I, I remember doing that at least with two sets of people, uh, and just being like, hey, you know, like tell me what you think. And they could, on some of the beers, they could tell um what it was and then only on some of them after i told them to specifically look like hey like think about like the uh, your initial mouth taste or hey think about the the you know the, the back end of it were they able to discern it so like our it, it's very interesting with our beers which ones um degrade or i wouldn't say degrade uh have um you know a larger difference in the taste of their beers uh, rather than some of them that are, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter much if you kept it in cold storage or not. Uh, the, the, the taste difference is very minimal, but we choose to keep it all in there to keep it as the product as fresh as possible. Yeah. The, the blind tasting definitely can tell. I mean, if you give to someone and be like, Hey, can you taste a difference between these? And if they say yes, then okay. Then, you know, yeah, you you want to keep it as close as to the original brew, uh, the brew as possible. Yeah. Yep. But I think that's actually kind of wraps it up. Then uh, I think we talked about a a, a a few small ones and a few little bit larger ones, but definitely things we didn't know or think about before uh, <laughs> before getting into this. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, even like shipping and receiving a product. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess that's not really hidden. You're you're gonna you're gonna get it. Um, 
but it's hard to quote or guess how much it's going to cost to send something somewhere until you actually do it. So just <laughs> kind of be aware of that because yeah, that's kind of like an upfront it. cost too. It's not, it's not something you pay over time. It's just, it's one upfront cost. So, you know, if you're not ready for it, it can, it can hurt you. Yeah. You basically just look and go, Oh geez, we're spending a couple hundred dollars just on this <laughs> cough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you complain about that, but then there are those large breweries that are they're probably spending thousands of dollars and not even winking. But uh yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know. But it is what it is. We're not there yet. Hopefully someday. Yeah, hopefully someday. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think um I think that's good for, for today, Steve. Yeah, um, I think that is. If anyone has uh you know any questions or comments uh, feel free to, you can email us at noproblems at solutionsbrewing.com or you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Solutions Brewing Co. Um, if you don't want to do that, you can always go to our website, which is solutionsbrewing.com and you can hit the contact us button and you, it has all of our links and everything there too. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, feel free to uh, comment, ask us questions. You know, if you're someone who's going down this journey as well and you have some questions, we're more than happy to uh, help you out. So yeah, don't be shy. Exactly. And until next time, uh, I've been Steven. And I'm Rob, and thanks for listening. Take care. Yep, take care.